21CL Radio. Happy Monday morning to you, and welcome to the Education Vanguard. I'm your host, Michael Bull. Very happy to have you here. Thank you for joining me, and thank you for being part of our mission, which is building communities of learners. Today on the Vanguard, I've got Emily McLean. She's an educational technology coach at Chatsworth International School in Singapore. I'm a new guy at my school here in Bangkok, and as such, I might have a different idea or two that I saw used last year. For me, I try to keep my mouth shut when it comes to uttering those dreaded words at my old school we used to, in front of my new peers at least. For technology coach Emily McLean, my guest today, she is an employee who not only said at my old school, but had his words end up creating action. Well, action research, I mean. Emily, with the help of the grade six teachers, trialed a set of iPads and laptops for the teachers to see what impact the dual use of those devices would have on student learning. Emily shared her learnings in our chat. Enjoy the conversation. Emily McLean, thanks so much for joining me on the program today. Thanks so much for having me, Michael. Well, you're the number three, I wanted to say 15th person from uh, <laughs> Chatsworth International School in Singapore to be uh, online or on the show here. Is What's going on at your school? Are you guys just like, are you that awesome or did I find the only good three people? Oh, uh, no, we are pretty awesome, but we just uh, enjoy sharing as well. Ah, okay. So you're talkers as well. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, well, fantastic for that. So today we're going to talk about laptops. So you guys are a laptop school, and life was good, and you're happy, and the, all the teachers had laptops, and then some newbie comes in, and I'm a newbie at my school, so I understand how this feels. <laughs> it says, you know, you guys really have iPads, and rather than shunning this person and saying, don't give me your old school ways, you actually uh, said, okay, we can give that a try, and can you, why don't you tell us a little bit about what that was? Sure, okay. So we've been um, a laptop school um, for about the last five or six years now. And um, all the teachers have laptops. Our students from year um, three and up also have laptops. And uh, the only students that really use the iPads very much is the early years program. Um, So this year we were kind of looking at it from, we had a year six team who um, was very uh, tech savvy. And Uh we did have a new teacher that came in who had some only iPad experience. Um, So we wanted to kind of see how we could leverage that um, and kind of build our program a little bit, but more. So what we thought was to take um, a bit of a action research look at how an iPad, in addition to the laptop, can effectively change our workflow, the documentation of student learning, and instructional practice. Okay, so um, just, so to, just to be real clear, this is just mm-hmm. the instructors, the teachers themselves. I know I was confused before the show. Yeah. Not the students, just, okay. Just the teachers. So Got we it. had the, a year group, um, year six, uh-huh. with um, three teachers, Um, and, uh, we started out back in August having some conversations about what that might look like, um, and how that, um, experience would kind of change or possibly could change, um, started with some questions we kind of wanted to look at, um, mostly, like I said, workflow, documentation, Mm um, how it could kind of affect the, be an effective teaching tool and, um, how maybe the student experience would actually change, um, with having the teacher having the iPad, but not the students. All right, so that's a big task. Uh, did everybody get a free iPad? Uh, well, I mean, the, the school did purchase um, iPads for each of those teachers um, for, for the trial. Uh-huh. Um, do, they, do, they, do they still have it, or they have to give it they back? They still do have oh, it, yes. So this is a good deal. So I'm, I'm, I have an idea where what the conclusion was then, if they still have it, but go on. Okay. okay. Um, so what we did, we had the iPads, and we also um, got them an Apple TV in conjunction with that just to make 
everything a little bit more seamless. Uh Um, And so what we did was we basically gave them an iPad to use in conjunction with um, the laptop um, as a teaching tool. And each week, uh, the three teachers and myself would meet meet, and um, we'd talk about what apps we were kind of hoping to use. Um, We kind of generated a list that we thought would be appropriate and put them all on the iPads. Mm -hmm. And then each week, we kind of do PD on a specific app kind of implement it that week and then reflect the following week, see what questions we had and really looked at how um, the experience changed for that teacher, but also compared between the classes as well. Um, Yeah, and it just kind of became an ongoing great discussions that were going on, things that they were struggling with, we kind of problem solved and helped each other through it. Um, The Mm -hmm. teachers actually didn't have any admin access on the iPads though, um, but that was something. You didn't trust them. No, they actually didn't want it, which was interesting. <laughs> they don't they trust themselves? What kind of people do you hire over there? First, first you hire a person who doesn't know what a laptop is, only has an iPad, and now teachers you, you don't tr- that don't trust themselves? Well, I think that we had kind of come up with a list of generated apps, and we wanted to kind of just standardize it across them. Oh, okay. Um, but it was also interesting that they didn't want to use it um, with any personal apps either, like Facebook or, or Twitter were put uh-huh. on it. Those were kept off, and it was used primarily just for educational purposes. Right, so, so teachers would leave them at the school at the end of the day and only use them while at school, whereas I know that the laptops would be something that would uh, they would transport back and forth a lot. So did you have a hypothesis going in which uh, in which direction you thought it would go before you started? I think that we were pretty open. Um, to be honest, I didn't know if it was going to go either way. Obviously, okay. that you can hope that you know if you're investing money into um, a product that it's going to enhance the experience. Um, but we, we knew that they'd probably help those teachers in some way, but the actual experience for the students and the student learning, we didn't know how much that that would actually be affected by it. Okay, so that's, I guess we could go, that would be some of the next questions I have coming up. Sure. So I understand how you did it. You, in a sense, you forced it to be the same by nobody having admin access. So that was pretty clever, right? Pretty tricky in a way. So what were some of the conclusions you came up with? Well, it was really interesting to see um, kind of how the the teachers used it, again, the same and different. Sure. Um, I think one of the biggest things that that was a positive for it was how much um, assessment they could take and how much quality assessment the teachers could take of their students. Um, We used Gradebook Pro quite a bit um, during this trial, and Mm -hmm. uh, that just allowed them to take a lot of formative notes, observational notes, moving around. Um, It was all linked to our standards and expectations, so it really... Um, could link to our, our report cards. Um, and they were able to, because of the way the app is set up, um, everything they were putting into it was informing their teaching. Okay. So what any, So, in the end, did you feel that it was the, the right thing to do? Is it something you would want to continue? Um, you know, it's a good question, and it's something that we're pondering over still. Um, I mean, there were so many positives with documentation, um, ease of workflow, organization and classroom management for the teachers. Uh-huh. Um, but the laptops still have a lot of benefits. The, the laptops were more for things when they're creating. So I wouldn't, they wouldn't go one without the other. Okay. Now, the teachers are pretty happy with how it went, and they, were, um, they wouldn't want to give it back. Um, they're very appreciative of having it. But we're going to continue to monitor it with the year six teachers kind of without the trial officially going on for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. um, just to see how things go, if they're still using it as much as they were during the trial. Um, and it'd be interesting to see maybe in other year groups if it was still just as applicable as the year six um, classroom. Um, 
the year six teachers are quite um, tech savvy teachers um, and very much enthusiasts about trying out new technologies. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was something that they were really on board with. Um, and I could see challenges with maybe a new teacher coming to the school who didn't have Mac experience and throwing a second device on them and having them learn that um, right at the beginning of the year could be overwhelming. Um, we'd have to look at things like what does PD look like for teachers um, when you're going from three teachers to an entire um, primary division using iPads and, and laptops, um, thinking about costs, things like that, and having to maybe look at other schools and how they would be modeling those professional development programs to use both those devices effectively. Sure. Well, maybe you'll be the one telling everybody else how to use it. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> so do you have like a story or, you know, you probably when it started, you would sit down with uh, the bosses and they, they might say, so Emily, uh, how's it going? And you would say, you know, you'd want to give some story to them uh, talking about it. Is there anything that you kind of remember that stands out that it was used in a way that either you didn't expect or you were just happy to see? Um, well, I... There was one teacher in particular who was very hesitant about taking on the iPad at the beginning, uh-huh. even though they loved technology, just hesitant about that extra kind of... Is that because thing. Facebook wouldn't be on it? No, no. they okay. didn't want it. We asked them what they wanted on it, and that was something completely <laughs> okay. off it. So what, it wasn't somebody saying, no, I, I need my Facebook. You can't do this to me. Okay. <laughs> no, not at all. Within okay, a week, <laughs> he came back at the next meeting and said... I cannot live without this anymore. Really? I need to, yeah. The, just the assessment itself was so powerful for them that they felt like they were going to need it. Okay. And I mean, it's interesting to think about, they could probably do very similar things on the laptop. So how could we, if we didn't go to the iPad route for everyone, how could we use what we did with the iPads and do that on the laptops um, as another option? But they were, use, well. they were using them concurrently. It wasn't that they, you were asking them to use... To use a laptop even less than before, was it? Or you're looking for them to enhance their teaching by using the iPad? But sure, go ahead and use the uh, laptop as well. Yeah, they were using both. I think the fact that the iPad was mobile um, allowed them to, you know, walk around and take notes. Um, It was a lot easier to show the kids things um, on the iPad and then use, um, be able to project on onto the board. But then some of the other programs that they were using, like if they were using some of the Google apps that was a lot easier to use on the laptop. Or if they were using things like iMovie, they were found it a lot easier to use it on the laptop. Okay. So you know, I think it just depended on what they were doing with huh? what the, what device that they, they went with. Gotcha. So we, we, by the school I was at in Shanghai, Concordia, we went to laptops in sixth grade, or excuse me, the iPads from laptops in sixth grade, and then they switched back the year after. I think they came up with the same conclusion you had, which was iPads are great for consuming, but a little harder to use for producing. Did your teachers yeah. find that as well? Um, I think that they, the teachers were also a lot more comfortable with producing or, or in creating on the i uh, sorry the laptop. Oh, okay. That it was still just a comfort thing. Like I'm going to go build a presentation on my laptop, and I'm going to use my iPad for things like classroom management. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that it was kind of like a division of workloads. So this would be used specifically for one thing, and this would be used specifically for one other thing. So. Yeah, I guess it comes down to anything when it comes to education, using the right tool for the right job. Right. So, yeah. right. Let me ask you about that tool. So you mentioned the apps that you guys talked about and did professional development on. So if I was calling you up and said, Emily, hey, uh, we're allowed to buy 10 apps for these teachers. Can you give me a, a few that we should use that in your experiment that you said, well, to use it in this way to help students learn, you probably want to have, what would you say, these, which apps? Um, I think for assessment, without a doubt, Gradebook Pro was 
was definitely worth the price that we paid for it. Uh-huh. Um, I think because we were a Google Apps school, um, having the Google like Google Drive and, and Gmail and all of those things on there was really helpful as well. The one downside was that we couldn't do Google Sites, I think. Google Sites, you couldn't edit it on your iPad, mm-hmm. um, which is challenging because their class websites were Google Sites. Um, they also really liked um, PickMe, um, just which randomly picks students, so that was an easy thing for them to kind of help with class management, oh, class okay. dojo. Um, there's a couple other ones. Uh, they use Smiling Minds. Oh, one yeah, the one from uh, Australia. Yeah, the, so it's a, about mindfulness routines, right. um, meditation music. Um, I mean, it really depended. They were using things like the stopwatch even. Um, YouTube was great, and they were filming a lot of content. So they, at one point, they really realized that you know the, the camera function was so useful um, mm. to take pictures and videos of their students and directly upload it to either the Google Drive to share with the students for their portfolios mm-hmm. or um, directly to the websites for parents to see. Parents actually noticed an increase in media content that was being shared on the okay. website, so that was a positive as well. Um, the one thing that we wish that they had, though, um, as an app was um, a managed back app for primary because that would have oh. really helped us because um, we use Manage Back um, for all of our, our planning and PYP. Now, do, does that app exist or does it not even it exist? It doesn't exist, but we were hoping that <laughs> maybe one day it'll come out. <laughs> now, that's the IB one, right? Um, Manage Back? Oh, PYP, um, I should say. For, yeah, they have it for, um, I think, MYP and DP, but they didn't have it for the PYP yet. So hopefully they're working on that. Okay, so no love for the little guys yet. Not yet. Hopefully soon, though. All right, so if Tyler Sherwood, your head of school, comes up to you and says, hey, you know, we've got a little extra cash here, Emily, for technology, and you're like, woohoo, that's great, would this be <laughs> one of the things that you would push for and say, look, we got to get all the teachers' iPads, here's a study I did that was so strong, or would you say, you know, maybe we should focus on something else in addition? I don't know. How, how powerful were the results to you? I mean, I think that for this year group specifically, Definitely, this was well worth it for them. Uh-huh. They are really happy that they're going to be able to continue to use it. Um, I think that sometimes we have to be also sensitive about how much technology if we're using. Um, and so having two devices can be a little bit hard to balance at times. But I think it could enhance for some teachers, maybe for some year groups. But I'm, we're still not sure if it's it would be effective to ha- enhance every classroom yet. So still a little bit more time and investigating to find out. So how about, invest- yeah. do you think you should investigate with an iPad Pro? <laughs> I don't know. We're interested actually in um, trialing the new iOS 9.3 and seeing how that might affect it as well. Yeah, that's exciting. That for the, Finally, for those who don't know, it, Apple's making noises. I don't know if they're getting the details out on what it's going to do, but actually have an enterprise-level management of devices. We've always... They treat us all like we're individual consumers. That's a, it's a nightmare to deal with. Have you, have you heard some good details or any good gossip on that? Rumors? I haven't heard much yet. I just heard that it, it's, it's coming out. So we're, you know, having a trial that might coincide with that um, could be an interesting kind of added twist to it. Okay, got it. All right, you ready for a final question? Sure. So what do you think the future is of iPads versus uh, MacBooks or laptops? Do you think it'll be one or the other at some point? Or they'll, for as far as you can see, it'll be more of a dual-use thing? I don't know if it could ever be one or the other. I mean, for myself, one or the other with only iPad. For myself, as a, as a MacBook user, 
as soon as I started using MacBooks three years ago, mm-hmm. I would, would not turn back. I have an iPad as well, and I do use it, again, for some things, and it's really helpful for those things I use it for. But I, I think I still would, if I had to choose one or the other, I would still go with my MacBook. All right. Well, I've been speaking with Emily McLean. She is an educational technology coach at Chatsworth International School in rainy Singapore. Thanks so much for your time today, Emily. Thanks so much for having me. Have a good one. This interview was brought to you by 21st Century Learning International. Find us on the web at 21clradio.com.